Wing Aviation Podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 270, live from Sun and Fun 2021. Hey folks, welcome to the Stuck Mike Avcast, and we are live at the Sun and Fun Expo 2021. And I'm here with some of my co-hosts, Bill English and Russ Rosleski. Thank you for showing me your name there, Russ. Russ and I have been on the deck doing some live interviews for the past two days. It's day two is when we're recording this right now. And joining us today is Bill English, who's been out there doing some amazing interviews. Uh, but before we get started, this show has been awesome. Don't forget, you can listen to us here at Stuck Mike Avcast in the interviews all year long at liveatc.net slash SNF. If you listen for just a half hour, you're going to wind up listening to one of us either in the ads or in the interviews. Well, Russ, man, it has been awesome sharing the stage with you up there on the live show. Uh, how's the show been for you? You've been enjoying it? Yeah, I have. That's something new for me. I mean, I did a little bit on the live uh, show last year, just a little bit. Uh, but I've been up there for several hours this show, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, interacting at one-on-one live radio is a whole different thing than recorded, isn't it? Oh, but yeah. uh, but the, the show itself, I mean, the number of people here is fantastic. I mean, it was day two of the show. Crowds are great. Some of the vendors are, you know, are not here, uh, unfortunately, but, but, man, the people are all out here. They sure are. Uh, interestingly, I've been talking to some of the folks that are out by the aircraft parking, and I don't know if you've wandered out there yet, but it just seems that there's more airplanes here. Yeah, I'd agree. I haven't been out there a whole lot, but I, you're right. You drive by and there are a ton of airplanes here. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we're here for. You know, it's funny. I, I actually went out wandering. I'm usually chained to the desk deck here, and uh, I was talking to people, and I was there for three hours talking to people about airplanes. Can you imagine that? Yes, I can imagine you talking about airplanes for three hours, Carl. That seems pretty normal. But but you're right. The, the excitement here, this, everybody's been cooped up for so long, and we're just happy to be out, and, and it's, it's amazing. It's a great time. Well, you know, we have some of the interviews from the deck that were live, and what we're going to do is we're going to put some of those out in the podcast, uh, but we're going to have more of those in the future at chatsfromthedeck.com. We're going to be putting those out there, but uh, but what we're going to do today in this episode is going to be some of those field interviews that was done by Bill English, and Bill is joining us today. Uh, before we talk about the interviews, I mean, welcome to Sun and Fun, man. Isn't this cool? Yeah, th this is great. It's uh, like Russ said, I got here just this morning. Wasn't here yesterday, but weather is about as perfect as it can be for an air show. Crowds are good. Like you're saying, everybody is just looking so happy to be out here. A um, lot of airplanes that came in through vintage. Uh, they look pretty much packed. There's a bunch of warbirds out here. Uh, it's feeling like sun and fun. It really is. What, uh, what was your favorite plane so far? Oh, I, that's a hard one. I, mean, no, I came in, there was this gorgeous Cessna 195 with this electric blue paint job. I was about ready to just throw myself at it. That was, so that was, that was a, probably the peak from vintage that I saw. Um, spectacular new airplane. Didn't interview, you'll hear this one. Uh, we went over and we talked to the Technum folks. They've got some great technology and some great looking airplanes there. Take a look at them. 
Awesome. You know, my favorite plane was actually a, a Piper Cherokee. I mean, you know, it's funny. The little planes get me excited at these shows. Uh, and I saw somebody who restored one, and it's absolutely beautiful. Ross, I forgot to ask you, what was your favorite airplane out there on the on the line? Oh, man, you see, that's a hard question. I mean, I, I saw everything from this, this like, biplane ultralight thing that looked like the right flyer, kind of, which I thought was really cool. I mean, and, and Bill mentioned the Technum aircraft. I was over there talking to those guys. Piper's got some aircraft. They got their M600. Man, if I had, I don't know, a couple million dollars, I'd love to have one of those. Yeah. Uh, but those are fantastic. It just, it's, I can't even say. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the things we're doing different this year, you know, we usually put live shows out every day. Uh, as you know, we, you know, I kind of got sick. I got the COVID virus and all that and got over it. So we're, we're kind of taking things a little easier uh, this year. We're only doing live from nine to one every day. And then we're doing some interviews out there in the field. I say only, but we've really been working hard. Some of those live interviews, like I said, I'm gonna download, but we're gonna to talk today about some of the field interviews that uh, Bill English has been doing a great job of going out there and getting those. So that's what you're gonna hear next. So Bill, if you can remember the interviews you've done, maybe give us a quick uh, overview as to what we're gonna hear next. Uh, sure, we started out uh, with the Technum. Uh, they've got a bunch of airplanes out there you'll hear about that everything from just the tiniest little light sport up to their air carrier aircraft so listen uh, listen up for that come out and see that um, talk to the founder of a different kind of flying club a social and education club called the smokehouse pilots club uh, they've done a ton with a uh, virtual a lot of virtual events during covid so listen up for that and um, see where uh, where you can anybody can join it's uh, it's a great Opportunity, boy! I got to keep thinking here. Uh, who else we've talked to? Uh, talk to the folks at Best Tugs. If you've got your own airplane, maybe a hangar, they've got some great equipment for you. We talked to the folks at Glime Aviation and their new STEM program uh, for teenagers, high school kids. Um, I am kind of blanking on some of the other ones that I did. I did a bunch, but one of the uh, important people we talked to today was part of sunandfun.org, and that was the COVID-19 Safety Committee. You mentioned that you were down with COVID for a while, Carl, and they really want to assure people that this is, they're doing everything they can to make this a safe and enjoyable environment for everybody. They've done a lot of of things to help the, the cleanliness and helping people maintain the social distancing and, and everything that they need so that, Oh, there's the, that's the sound. All right. We sure are at an air show. Yes, we are. Um, but the, the Sun and Fun organization uh, and their COVID safety committee want to you know, reassure people that, that this is a safe and fun environment for everybody to come out here and enjoy aviation. Yeah, it sure is. And if you get a chance, come out here either this year or next year. We, we hope to see everybody out there. Was that it for the interviews? I, I... Uh, that's, that's all I can remember right now. Tune in. There's a couple more. but And, and I'll be running around um, the the rest of the week with lots more of uh, field interviews so as you bring those in we'll try to give you some more of those interviews in the field that uh, both Bill English and maybe myself and, and possibly Russell Wisleski are gonna do but uh, let's go to those interviews but this has really been a cool event just two days in and it is crowded there's all sorts of people that are moving in here right now and walking through the gate excited for the night show and don't forget we're gonna be doing a, uh, a open pod night I'm probably gonna rebroadcast that I'm hosting the open pod night. That's when we all get together, all the podcasters at Sun and Fun. And we're going to be hosting that as a Stuck Mike Avcast. And then we're going to do live from Sun and Fun, the Stuck Mike Avcast as another broadcast. So I say we're not doing much, but we, we actually, we truly are. So anyway, let's go listen to those interviews. And don't forget to listen to us again on the next show where we do some of those interviews and we also do some of the live broadcasting. Take it away, Bill. Now entering cruise flight. 
This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast with Sun and Fun Radio here on Wednesday of Sun and Fun, beautiful day, and we are over at the Technum Aircraft booth. We're talking with Kurt Muller of Technum. Uh, good morning, Kurt. Uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself and about uh, Technum Aircraft, a company that maybe a lot of our listeners aren't familiar with. Absolutely, and uh, thanks for coming, Bill. Um, yeah, Technum is an Italian manufacturer, uh, fairly new to the States, but we have been here for, uh, for you know, over a decade. So, uh, but a lot of people don't know about them. Love to f- have you come out to the booth and check out our uh, line of products. We have everything from light sport to uh, fully certified FAR Part 23 uh, four-seaters, uh, twin aircraft, and we even have the brand new uh, P-2012 that uh, Cape Air is using in uh, regional service. So we can show you all of them. That, that's great. And Technum, uh, I understand, is uh, you've come over from Italy. Are these aircraft made in Italy or now in the U.S.? Uh, they are produced in Italy, and then they're assembled at Sebring, Florida, in the U.S. Once they come over. Yes, we're uh, we're looking around here. We've got some uh, light sports and the the twin that you're talking about. Um, can you go into some of the, the story? Of this uh, it's pretty impressive twin engine aircraft. What uh, the development of it and what it's been used for? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the P twenty twelve twin. We also have the P two thousand six, which is kind of a light twin. But the uh, the new one is the P twenty twelve. And it's that we developed it in conjunction with uh, Cape Air. They, we used their specs and uh, you know, worked hand-in-hand hand with them uh, to, to, to fit their mission, to replace their aging twin Cessnas. Uh, we use this. And it is the uh, first full FADEC uh, Lycoming engine. So it's a single lever uh, throttle and uh, turbocharged Lycoming. So. And how, how many uh, passengers does that seat? So nine passengers, and then you have the two pilot seats as well. And uh, we've got some of the light sports here as well on the other end of the spectrum. What uh, what types are have we got here? I see we're looking at the the P two thousand eight. Looks like a very technically advanced aircraft. Uh, they are. They're great. I mean, they they look fast just sitting on the ground there. Uh, beautiful Italian design. Of course, what sets them apart. Uh, the P two thousand eight does use a Rotax uh, nine twelve ULS. A great engine. Um, and you know it meets all the light sports specs, but in uh, in Europe where it's certified, the airplane actually exceeds all those uh, specs. I mean, it's the same exact airplane that they build in Europe that exceeds all the light sports specs. But uh, so uh, it can carry your heavier weights and go faster and all that stuff over in Europe. But but here we uh, we conform to the light sport here. Great, and uh, not only the so we've got air carrier aircraft, we've got light sport aircraft, and you also mentioned uh, there's Technums in uh, some special mission type of uh, uses as well. Uh, that's correct. Uh, we have the they're usually the P two thousand six, the light twin, and they do have factory um, sensor holes. So there are companies that use them for lidar mapping and and stuff like that, and also geo mapping and. And there's also a special mission version of the P2012 that's going to be available very soon. All right, a lot of exciting, interesting things here from Technum Aircraft. Come see them out in, uh, just on the other side of the AOPA tent at um, Sun and Fun. Uh, Kurt, uh, where can people find you on the web or on the socials? Uh, well, of course, just uh, Google Technum. It's www.technum.us, uh, and you get there. And uh, um, I'm on the Technum user, or, uh, owners group. And also Smokehouse Pilots, since I'm around the D.C. area, so I'd love to talk to you there. All right, very good. Talking with Kurt Muller of Technum, uh, technum.us. This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast with Southern Fun Radio.
This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast at uh, Sun and Fun Radio, and we're out here on the grounds of Sun and Fun. We're talking to Gabe Muller. Gabe is the founder of the Smokehouse Pilots Club, a whole bunch of members of that Pilots Club here. And Gabe, what is this? A Smokehouse Pilots Club? Is this a flying club, or what is this? Yeah, so the Smokehouse Pilots Club is a, uh, it's a social club uh, made up of uh, pilots and aviation enthusiasts essentially all around the world at this point. Um, a large majority of us are based out of Leesburg, Virginia, and uh, we started as a group four or five years ago where we just were going on flyouts and doing these events together. And then all of a sudden we decided, hey, we need to have a club. And so born, born Smokehouse Pilots Club. And it came from the fact that we were meeting at a, uh, a barbecue joint, uh, which was called Smokehouse Live. And we decided that we needed a name. And that's how we got the name. So it was pretty much born then. And at this point, we do, you know, virtual sessions, we do flyouts, we do speakouts, we do all kinds of in-person events uh, after COVID, of course. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's just an aviation community. Yeah, yeah it's focused on uh, social and, uh, and learning. You talked about a, a speakout. For people who aren't familiar with that, what's a, what's a speakout? Yeah, so essentially what we'll do is we'll, we'll find a, uh, you know, a vendor. Um, for example, Vans Aircraft at one point came and they gave us a talk um, at a restaurant and uh, all of us would go with 50, 60 people, and they would give their presentation. And we were able to, you know, learn from them how is it that we could go through that purchase process if we were to, you know, purchase a Vans aircraft or build the Vans aircraft. And those types of things as far as speakouts. I mean, we've had, we've had uh, FAA examiners come in and give us safety briefings. We've had uh, all kinds of different things where I think at this point we've probably done over 200 events like that, whether it's virtual or in person. And it's just incredible to learn from each other, build the community, and, and really have fun while we're doing it. But the, the speakouts are really what the genesis was. I mean, when we started going on these flyouts together as a group, we would come back and say, what else are we going to do so that we could actually enhance this experience? And the idea was, hey, let's reach out to some of these vendors and see if they'll come talk with us. And they do. And it was awesome. Yeah, and it really took off. You mentioned the going virtual, you know, when COVID first hit last year. Um, you've now done uh, quite a bit of moving this whole thing to virtual world. Yeah. So as soon as COVID hit, it, it was February, and uh, we were sitting. I was sitting in my apartment. And I thought, oh, what are we gonna, what are we going to do now? And uh, we decided to say, hey, let's go uh, virtual. And all of a sudden, we started. Ha- we we started off actually with a uh, Smokehouse Pilots happy hour, virtual happy hour. And I think on that one, we probably had over a hundred people that you know logged in and, and had a beer together and. From there, I thought, well, let's take the speak-out experience and then virtual, put that on the virtual platform so that we don't lose momentum and also to keep that connection going. And so that's what we did. And uh, we did probably two to three per month all of last year, um, ranging from having the Kings on to, uh, I mean, you name it, we've had them on there, I feel like. And uh, it's just a lot of fun to bring people together. At this point now, uh, we're starting to now you know, switch back into that uh, in-person events. And we actually had a fly out last month to First Flight. And the reason that we went there was because, you know, I thought if it's if it's the first flight after COVID, why not go to first flight? And so that's what we did. Great, great. And I know there's a there's a number of the members here at uh, at Sun and Fun. How many members altogether? Uh, right now we're at about 2,400 members, um, and it's all across the at this point world. Um, we've got people in Australia, all the way over to Canada, Alaska. So it's fantastic, and it's been a lot of fun meeting a lot of members here. Uh, just you know, it's only Wednesday, and, and actually running into people to to kind of meet uh, in person. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And uh, the 
anybody can join Smokehouse. Uh, how, do, how do we find you on, online, on socials? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to smokehousepilots.com. You can find our Facebook, our Instagram, and our YouTube channels there. You can also sign up for an uh, email distribution list if you want the updates on alert, on, uh, on events, on speakouts, on virtual events, um, and anything like that. You can get that on the website and also, of course, on Facebook. Facebook is, for us, it's really like the forum of what everything, where everything really comes to life. And the engagement on that platform right now is off the charts. I mean, it's it's literally daily that you can learn something there, whether it's safety, meet a new person to go fly with, or you know, just again have fun. And so that's where I that's where I'd find us. Start with smokehousepilots.com. All right, Smokehouse Pilots Club, fun education and uh, aviation social community. Talking with Gabe Muller of Smokehouse Pilots Club, smokehousepilots.com, or Smokehouse Pilots on Facebook. It's Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio. This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast with Sun and Fun Radio, and we are here over in Hangar D, as in Delta, and we're talking with Mark Patey of Best Tugs, and uh, they've got a, quite an assortment here, different types of tugs and everything. Mark, tell me about Best Tugs. Where'd this company come from, and why should I care? What's wrong with that red thing that came with my airplane? <laughs> well, tow bars, are, there's nothing wrong with them. They work great, you know, until our back doesn't, <laughs> or until we decide, hey, why not buy myself something nice and and stop working so hard to get in and out of the hangar. And, you know, for like for my wife, for example, she flies the Cirrus, you know, she needs someone to help her. And then she had a tug and it came untached and ripped her wheel pant off. And then she had struggle with ice and snow and she just wasn't flying much. And I said, you know what, let's build a tug that's easier to maneuver, works on snow and ice. Let's make it digital with traction control. And now she went from what was about 30 hours a year in a series. A series is a lot of money to only fly 30 hours a year. And when she got into our new product, our first product was built around the Cirrus. Now she's flying 150 hours a year. So we're finally actually getting the money out of her airplane because it's convenient. You know, the, the reality is we, most people can move their airplanes by themselves, at least small ones. But there is a point where it's like, hey, it's a beautiful day, maybe I'll go flying. But then instantly, the next thought in our mind is, well, we only have 45 minutes. It's not really worth getting the airplane out of the hangar to just go fly for a little while. And then we don't fly. And it's so much different when getting the plane in and out of the hangar is no longer a hassle. We actually fly more. And that makes her better, safer pilot. So that was the genesis. That was the start of it. But now, of course, we've moved up into much bigger tugs, ride-on tugs for corporate use and bigger, heavier airplanes where you don't have the option to use that red tow bar that came with the tug. And... And, and at the show this year, we've got some really fun new products. Um, we had people wanting a more affordable tug from Best Tugs. They like the digital control. They like the smart tug systems that kind of put Best Tugs on the map. But they wanted something at more of a price point. And we had people wanting something portable. So we introduced our new Alpha Tug. So we have, we have Alpha Tugs, which is our dragger style tug, meaning you clamp the airplane and you drag it. The airplane's not loaded on top of the tug. And so we've had the Alpha 2 and the Alpha 3, but we now just came out with the Alpha 1. It folds up, can go within your airplane, and it's our most affordable tug yet at 2,400 bucks. So now you can get a best tug for 2,400 that you can take with you. So that's new. We have that at the show. We brought a trailer full of them. They're all sold. So there's a little bit of a waiting list starting to build up. Uh, I think Saturday, we might let the couple that are left in the booth. We had 10 in the booth. We now only have like five but we'll let those go to people that want to take them. Then the other new things at the show, we, um, for Sun and Fun, we've had them on our website, but our new power supplies. So continuous portable power 
so that you can plug in your airplane to either start your airplane or to run avionics if you're flight school, do diagnostics. So they're a new clean wave power, safe for digital electronics. And then, of course, the big unveiling this year is our best scrubbers. So we have our best power products, our best tugs, and now best scrubbers. So it's really reworking the floor scrubber and design it specifically just for hangar floors. So hangar floors have unique things, for example. A lot of them have lips in front of the front. Most floor scrubbers, the wheels and casters are attached to the bottom of a plastic tank, which is great in a hospital or a school or anything else. But if you have a big metal lip in the front of your hanger and it goes out past the hanger door, it'll rip the wheels right off that plastic tank. So we do a full steel chassis so it can handle that kind of abuse. And then there's 20 other things we did to say, let's make a scrubber around the airplane hanger, like for example, batteries. Batteries and floor scrubbers, when they go bad, they leak acid onto a floor. If you're in a metal shop, you don't care. But if you're in a hangar with a nice $20,000 epoxied floor, you don't want acid leaking on the floor, so we used a sealed gel battery. So when they eventually go bad, they just bloat and get fat and you replace them. They don't destroy your painted floor. So the best scrubbers are here, and, and you'll see our booth this year for the first time. It looks similar, it has the same look and feel, but it's now best aviation products. So we're trying to just expand all the ground support equipment around aviation and bring new innovation everywhere we can in aviation. Yeah, that sounds great. Looking around at these products here, I mean, obviously this is not video, though we can't see it, but these portables, I mean, those would fit in, it looks to me like any small airplane. It looks like sure. it'd fit in a 172 without any difficulty. Yeah, how much? How much weight does that cost you? So um, there's two versions of it. You can get it with the lithium batteries. The disadvantage to the lithium batteries is it's not as heavy, which means you have to push down a little bit more for traction. Traggart-style tug, since the airplane's not sitting on it, you're the added weight for traction but it's lighter. Those ones are 48 pounds. And then our lead acid battery ones are less money and you have more weight so they have better traction, but they're 68 pounds. So it depends, you know, some people say that's too heavy for me or not, but everyone that's been in the show, they've been picking up all the ones we have here, the heavier ones, because they're better for traction. And everyone that's come in, picks it up and goes, I could load this in my airplane. It's like, of course you can. Yeah, it looks, looks like it. Very, uh, I mean, it's quite a, a spread. You talked about the digital control for people who haven't heard about the best tugs. Can you talk about what, what's a digital control do for you on a tug? Well, so one of the biggest things is we actually write software that's aircraft specific. So, you know, if you take any tug that's strong enough to, say, push a, a Piper Meridian up a hill with the wings full of fuel, that equipment's also strong enough to damage the nose gear and cause the nose gear shimmy and eventual nose gear collapse. Most nose gear shimmies and nose gear issues or collapse or tug induced damage. They're not bad pilots. The planes are designed to take good impacts and landing. The strut absorbs it. But, but we don't put brakes on the front wheel of an airplane to slow down the airplane because it'll break the nose gear. Yet that is where we attach the airplane to push it. And so where other tugs, if you just hit the throttle, it just hits the torque or you pull the clutch, it it's kind of comes on, it comes on strong and it'll put similar loads on that nose gear as it would if you taxied your airplane into a curb. I mean, the stress is really, really high. And so our tugs don't just ramp up and ramp down to protect the nose gear, but we have not to exceed limits programmed into the tug. So we've got a tug that can make 100 changes a second to torque and speed to prevent the pilot from ruining their airplane by twisting a throttle too quick. Pretty amazing, high-tech tugs and um, pretty much every size, every aircraft you can think of here. Um, Mark, where can uh, people find best tugs online? 
Yeah. Besttugs.com. Yep, don't forget there's two T's in there. So B-E-S-T-T-U-G-S.com. All right, just about as easy as it comes. We're talking with Mark Patty of uh, Best Tugs over in Hangar D at uh, Sun and Fun. It's Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast for Sun and Fun Radio. This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast with Sun and Fun Radio uh, on the grounds at uh, Sun and Fun. And we are out talking to Matt Quinn of Great Lakes Drones. Uh, they're going to be the ones putting on the uh, drone light show at tonight's night air show, Wednesday night, and also again on Saturday. Uh, Matt, welcome. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Great Lakes Drones and Starlight and the, uh, the show that you're going to be putting on tonight? Sure. Um, we're obviously excited to be back at Sun and Fun. Our first year here in 2019 didn't work out so well with weather and everything. Uh, so we're really excited to actually show the community what we can do. Um, tonight we're going to be running 60 drones um, simultaneously. We did some testing last night and everything all looked good. Uh, weather looks good, so we're pretty positive about everything. Um, this year we're going to be, uh, we custom designed, which took about, uh, about five weeks to custom design this show. Um, we're going to be honoring some stuff here at Sun and Fun. We're going to be doing some stuff with the theme of Back to the Future, as well as uh, honoring the Blue Angels 75th anniversary. So we're looking forward, especially the night before the show up. So we're really looking forward to, to welcoming them to uh, Sun and Fun with our drone show tonight. Yeah, that sounds good. The drone light show has been, become kind of the, uh, the fireworks of the 21st century. And I know you've, you've done a number of other things besides the air shows as well. What other uh, light shows have you, you guys done? Uh, so obviously over the past year and a half and everything and stuff, uh, it's slowed down quite a bit. Uh, we do a lot of private events. Um, we're the only ones out in the air show market. Um, we're the only ones in Hawaii market. Um, but the other thing is, is like festivals, private events, corporate events. Um, we've done some birthday parties. We've done some wedding proposals. Um, anything that you can think of, we've done. And, um, you know, obviously we're here at Sun and Fun this week, but... Uh, You'll actually see us uh, this Saturday at Thunder Over Louisville as well. Um, so we have a show going on there. And then um, and that show, um, if anybody's watching it, because they're doing a COVID-friendly event, um, it's going to be live on WHS 11, and I think it's streaming on their website. Um, but we actually did a drone fireworks-type um, ending to it, uh, which turned out really well. Um, so... We're looking forward to what this year is going to bring. Um, we have four other shows in the month of May. Uh, we're going to be in New York for a couple, New Jersey for a couple, and Houston for uh, one, all in the month of May. Well, that, that's amazing. And you, you mentioned 60 drones in the air all at once, all uh, flying in, in not just synchronization, but making various shapes and all in the sky. What's, what's that take for the programming to, uh, to put all that together? Well, when we design a show, we actually design it in CAD. So for all the, uh, all the nerds out there that want to know how it works, basically we design the show in a CAD program. It's XYZ, which is latitude, longitude, and altitude, plus there's some coding for the lights and everything. And then once we export it out of the CAD program and stuff, the drones and the software and everything else that we use translates that to their actual flight pass when we're on site because um, we actually have to have the GPS coordinates here on site to, to do everything. Um, so it can take anywhere from four to six weeks for a custom programming. Uh, um, and then obviously we do shows, uh, we do 25 drone shows, 50, 60, it really depends on the client's budget. Um, we're one of the few companies out there that focuses more on what the client's budget and need is rather than 
100 drones or 200 drones or 500 drones that's that's all we do you know the big shows um, we want we want everybody to be able to enjoy this technology so we have the smaller shows and um, it works really well with uh, with a lot of clients throughout the US yeah that's great and that's uh, you know one example of uh, you know we in aviation we hear a lot of uh, bad press about drones and everything and you know here's here's something definitely uh, uh, supporting aviation here at Sun and Fun, and uh, there's other parts of Great Lakes drones as well that um, you do some work with the unmanned aircraft as well, and the more uh, drones for good, I guess you'd say. Can you describe some of the other work that your company does? Yeah, so obviously Great Lakes Drone Company is uh, our primary company. We have uh, we have a lot of things that are going on. We do uh, we have several 911 contracts. Uh, we support uh, four different counties. Um, as well as local agencies and stuff and all the search and rescue um, with our aerial drones and our thermal drones as well as our underwater drones um, as well with uh, law enforcement and supporting them. Um, one thing that we've learned is uh, over time um, it's actually cheaper for municipalities to contract that out rather than trying to start up and run their own program. Um, so we've worked very well with them and uh, we've actually stayed really busy with that aspect. And then we've also obviously gotten more into the agricultural aspects. Um, recently we were granted our Part 137 exemption, and we've actually taken our swarm technology that we utilize on our drone light show stuff and created a swarm technology for um, the actual agricultural spraying operations. Um, so we can actually have one pilot for 16 drones and spray a 100-acre field in a matter of minutes. That's great, and, and no risk to pilots. We know ag flying is a pretty high-risk endeavor. So, Well, right, and like the big thing is is that the, the agricultural spraying market for the drone and everything and stuff, it's, it it's fits between the, the man. Man will not go away um, just because of those large fields. I mean, we're, we don't want to go out and do these, you know, 200, 500-acre um, blueberry fields and everything and stuff because it just makes more sense and it's more cost-effective for the man. But there's a lot of areas that manned aircraft can't get into. And then, you know, replacing like tractor spraying for some of the chemicals. But for a perfect example, blueberry fields have a mite that only come out at night. Manned pilots can't spray at night. The unmanned aircraft can. So right now, all these blueberry farmers that have these mites that only come out at night that attack their blueberries, they're out there hand spraying and using tractors and stuff and spraying at night to get rid of these mites. Well, now we have a new technology that allows us to fly at night and take care of that at mass production. Pretty amazing stuff, all the way from light shows to uh, helping agriculture out, all the, the jobs that can be done with drones. Well, we're here with Matt Quinn from uh, Great Lakes Drone Company at Sun and Fun. I hope you make it out tonight, uh, Wednesday night or Saturday night as well, to see the, uh, the night shows. Uh, Matt, tell folks where they can find you all on, online or on the socials. So online, we're uh, greatlakesdronecompany.com. We're launching a new website specifically for our drone light shows, which is uh, starlightdroneshows.com. Um, that's under construction right now. Our social media, obviously, is Great Lakes Drone Company as well as Starlight Aerial. You can find us pretty much everywhere, even on TikTok now. There you go. And right here at Sun and Fun, this is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast for Sun and Fun Radio. Uh, this is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio on the grounds of Sun and Fun. And uh, on the way out towards, we went past the Warbird Row, and on the way out towards Vintage, we found this area with some beautiful red decathlons and pits and Kristen Eagles. And this is the Sun and Fun Aerobatic Headquarters. I'm here with Eddie and Margie Sarnman, 
And they're running this little outfit right here with all these aerobatic planes. Eddie, uh, tell us about this. What is Sun and Fun Aerobatic Headquarters? Well, it's a place where aerobatic people can hang out, enjoy uh, the, looking at everybody else's airplanes, learn about the aerobatics uh, history and where they can go to, to learn aerobatics if they want to. We have all the aerobatic uh, schools around the country listed here. So it's uh, just really a place you want to know about aerobatics. It's a place to come. Yeah, it sure looks like it. There's probably uh, at least a dozen airplanes in here. Are some of these folks putting on shows uh, during this week? Yeah, there's a couple. Mike Whiskers is flying the Lucas Oil Pits, and then uh, Patrick is flying his little S1S uh, S on Friday and Saturday. So we have and then uh, Bob Carlton with the um, uh, Salto Jet. Uh, he has his airplane displayed here as uh, he needs to you know, fly the show and stuff. So, yeah, we have uh, air show uh, performers here as well. Yeah, it's a great place to come and look at that. Um, can you talk a little bit about someone uh, who might want to be getting into aerobatics, whether they, they have or they've come to the air show? So, yeah, I'd like to, like to push my abilities a little bit. How, uh, how, how can people go about that? Well, there's uh, several ways you can do it. You know, find an uh, aerobatic uh, uh, instructor in your local area. And we have all the aerobatic uh, instructors listed here um, around the United States. So we find the closest one and, uh, you know, go there, take the course. And uh, have and the number one thing is just have a lot of fun. Yeah, it sure looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you mentioned a course. Is there any uh, special rating or anything that an aerobatic pilot needs? Well, if they not to initially to get started, no. But if they if somebody wanted to progress and become an air show pilot or something like that, then they would have to go through a ACE program, which uh, qualifies a person to get various lower levels of uh, waivers to fly aerobatics. So without waivers, the minimum altitude is 1,500 feet. So you have to be above that, you know, and if you want to fly lower, then you have to be get an FAA waiver. And there's a, you join the um, ICAS, International Council of Air Shows, and go through their ACE program. You have information on the ICAS here as well for folks? Uh, you know, we, we can get information for them. Uh, for that as well, we have IAC information too with the International Aerobatic Club of you know uh, uh, where uh, that's a, another great source of uh, information. Find a local chapter uh, for the International Aerobatic Club and and um, you know there's, there's a bunch of good people. Yeah, like you said, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Well, one of the things you would want to do is uh, get your tail dragger endorsement. Just about everything out here is a tail dragger, so you w you would want to do that. And um, talking about the shows and then there's competitions too. Uh, what uh, what sort of things go into a competition? What are you What are you doing to to win or get scored in an aerobatic competition? Well, they have uh, uh, sequences you have to fly. There's a known compulsory where everybody practices, and there's a bunch of different levels. There's a primary, and it used to be called basic, and then the sportsman, intermediate, advanced, and unlimited. And of course, as you progress and become more and more competent in each of those, you move up to the next category. You usually move up the next category when everybody's yelling at you to move up to the next category. <laughs> You know, so that's uh, that's pretty good indication if you need to move up, right? Uh, you know, so it's a lot of, you know, it's uh, it's scored using an arresty system, which is a bunch of uh, symbols that look like hieroglyphics. Each one, uh, you know, loop is a, you know, has a symbol and the snap roll has a symbol. So they all have different symbols. And, uh, and then each one of those maneuvers has a, a difficulty factor they call K factor. And so, you know, you construct your... Each level has a certain amount of K factor it has to have, and so you construct your uh, your sequence to match whatever category you're in. Yeah, pretty interesting. Another another way to 
expand your horizons with, or maybe turn your horizon upside down uh, with aircraft. Uh, stop by over here at the uh, the Sun and Fun uh, Aerobatic Headquarters, uh, pretty much between Warbird Row and uh, the Vintage Aircraft. Uh, we're talking with uh, Eddie Sarman. Any place where people can go to look you all up online or social media? Yeah, we have a website or a Facebook page actually for the uh, SNF Sun and Fun uh, Aerobatic HQ, and so that's the best place it is. Uh, is on a Facebook page, and there's also um, Sun and Fun itself has a, a website, uh, or in their website, a link you can get to the uh, Aerobatic Headquarters. Right. Very good. Uh, talking again with Eddie Sarman at the uh, Sun and Fun Aerobatic Headquarters. This is Bill English for the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio. This is Bill English for the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio. At Sun and Fun, we're over in Hangar C at Glime Aviation. Uh, we're talking to Maureen Shankman, and uh, Maureen. Well, first off, you know, for the six people in the world that have not heard of Glime, uh, could you tell us just a little bit about the company and what you guys all do? We've been in business for 40 years. We do nothing but training for pilots and commercial pilots and anybody wanting to get their their additional certifications. And so we've been in business for a while, and and our materials help you pass the exam. Yeah, the famous Red Book. Right? And everything online now. What kind of other programs? Uh, I know you do flight instructor yes. clinics and basic yes. training and all that. It's online and it's been updated and we're doing videos with our materials now. And just recently we have developed a high school curriculum that is not out yet but is in review. Um, and we are looking for reviewers of people that want to bring STEM into their high school classrooms. Um, we're going to be doing that with our Glide materials. It has hands-on materials that go along with um, our flight simulators, it has projects, um, assessments, um, the whole package. So we are looking to put that out probably sometime in May. And um, we're looking forward to it because we want to reach the next generation of aviators. Yeah, very important, get the young folks in. You mentioned uh, flight simulation as well. People who are familiar with the Red Book and the online, Glime is flight simulation as well. Now we are flight simulations. We have a an FAA approved device, a, a basic training device, and you can start your online hours, you know, or start your hours online with an instructor. That's one device. And we have another basic cockpit that you can also buy. And again, these are going to be correlated to curriculum if you want to put it in your um, in your in your flight school or your clubs. Um, so yes, we are doing sims that are awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's a question I was just going to ask about. Is this just for the the home person who wants to play or? No. Okay. So the great thing about it is that it's to spec FAA specs. So it is approved. It's an approved device. Um, so one of them is approved to dice. The other one is just a flight sim for the home. So either way, you can have one that goes into a school, um, a flight school, or you want to bring it to an airport, or you want to do um, instructing with students without them getting hurt being in a plane. You use the FAA approved one. Otherwise, you can use the, um, the simulator for home, which we also offer. So it's a full package deal. Um, we comes with the seat, with the yoke, the rudder pedals, everything. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, soup to nuts. And uh, so for the folks that are starting out in the STEM program, this will does this lead them to their written exam? Where does this take yes. them? So we are preparing them to take to sit for the pilot's license. So that's what, you know, our, our curriculum does. We want them to be able to sit as soon as they're old enough to take that uh, test. Sounds great. Stop by Hangar C, the Glime uh, booth. You can't miss it. Everything's bright red. Uh, that's the Glime thing. Uh, 
check out their uh, simulator. They have one set up here, and uh, the books in the online. Where can we find Glime online? Uh, Glime.com. GlimeAviation.com. Socials? Uh, what? Social uh, media? Yeah, we're on Instagram. We are on Facebook. So look for us everywhere. Twitter. Yep. Sounds great. Uh, we're talking with Maureen Shankman of Glime Aviation. This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio. This is Bill English of the Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio, live at Sun and Fun. And we're over, we're not looking at an airplane or a, or a product or anything right now, although there's plenty of them to be seen here, but we've got a lot of folks out here enjoying Sun and Fun. And, and one thing I'm sure that's on everybody's mind is uh, what's, what's going on with COVID-19 safety here. This is, a, this is a pretty big event and one of the first of its kind. And we're talking with Sandy Bridges. She's a volunteer. She's the chairman of the COVID-19 Safety Committee with Sun and Fun uh, to let us know exactly what Sun and Fun uh, is doing to help make sure that everybody here does have a, a good, safe time. Hi, Bill. Thanks. One of the main things that we came up with is just a slogan of mask it, distance it, or clean it. And we're going to make sure that everybody feels comfortable. So a lot of people are coming in and they've had their vaccines and they don't really care about wearing a mask and they don't care who they're close to. But there are a lot of people that are still very concerned about it and we don't want them to miss the air show because it hasn't been here for two years. So we're really excited about working with the chairman and um, making sure that the chairman are supplied. There are 151 chairmen at the fly-in that have responsibility for everything from cleaning the bathrooms to making sure that the planes land safely. So all of the chairmen will be supplied with masks and cleaning products and hand sanitizers. And we're just trying to make sure that everybody is concerned about the guests, the performers, the vendors, the volunteers, any the staff, anybody that's on the ground right now is at risk. We want to make sure that they're able to leave in the same condition in which they arrived. Yeah, it looks like um, you've stocked up uh, all over the, uh, the grounds with the uh, sanitizers and things like that, that that people might need. Yeah, and a lot of the indoor spaces are more concerned about people wearing masks because there isn't all the ventilation. But we have 2,200 acres here where people can walk around outside and feel real comfortable. And so there are requirements. The uh, hangars are open with vendors so people can go in. How is that working? They're going in and we're suggesting that they wear masks. The vendors may have a requirement at their booth. The chairman may have a requirement at a specific area where it's an indoor setting. And we're complying, trying to just help them. We're backing them up, um, and we're working directly with the chairman. And we'll help anybody that stops by our desk. We also, if somebody isn't feeling well, we have a medical services hospitality team, so they can go see the medical services. All right, very good. Thanks, Sandy, for a, a lot of information here. I hope make uh, make people more comfortable, uh, come out here and have a great, safe time. Any other um, information you'd like to pass on, anybody that's listening to us uh, on the Internet or here at Sun and Fun? I just want to thank everybody who does come out because the kids that belong and that attend the Central Florida Aerospace Academy are all of our major focus because they're the aerospace future that we all are thinking about. All right, very good. Thanks a lot to Sandy Bridges, chairman of the sunandfun.org uh, safety team, COVID-19 safety team. This is Bill English for Stuck Mike Avcast and Sun and Fun Radio. The After Landing Checklist. Well, I hope you enjoyed those interviews uh, by Bill English. Like I said, we're going to be doing another live show. We're hosting Open Pod Night, Stuck Mike Avcast is. We're also doing a live show with Stuck Mike Avcast on Saturday. We'll rebroadcast those, plus some of the live interviews that we've done here. Absolutely love this, this event. We're having a lot of fun here. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Avcast. 
Members of the Stock Mike Appcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.